I want all of us, and I'm saying this as much to myself as as I'm saying it to you, to not wait to do the things that we want to do, to not put off happiness, not put off joy, not put off being present with our families, our kids, our friends, our pets, whatever it is, waiting for someday to be happy. Welcome to the Jen Marples Show. I'm your host, Jen Marples, a former public relations agency owner turned business and life coach and motivational speaker dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs achieve the business and life they desire in their 40s, 50s, and beyond. Each week, I'll be bringing you conversations with incredible women who are rocking entrepreneurship and taking courageous action while also dealing with all that midlife entails. I'll also be dropping in solo to share thoughts, advice, tips, and tricks that will help you live your best life. If you are thinking about pivoting in your career, starting a new business, or looking for a second act, stick around as I guarantee you will be inspired. And know this, you are not too fucking old. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Jen Marple solo episode. I miss talking to you guys on a weekly basis. So here I am. We're going to make this one nice and juicy for today. I want to share a couple things that have popped up and that I am experiencing. And I always want to, you know, process through what I go through to then be able to spit out, for lack of a better term, some lessons and some learnings in the hopes that it's going to make your life better or help you navigate this midlife. You know, because midlife, my gosh, let's just talk a minute about midlife. You know, the older we get, it brings about more stuff. I mean, there's more, well, there's more beauty, there's more opportunity, there is a lot to sink into, but conversely, there is also, there's a lot of loss, there's a lot of sort of pain, there are, you know, changing relationships, you know, it comes with life. I mean, a lot of these things are just life problems, but again, as we get older and we've got bigger networks, we've got people close to us going through big things, and so we just need to really understand and appreciate how we're feeling through all these changes and give ourselves a minute. That's really what I want to talk to you guys about today is really giving ourselves permission to pause, to reflect, and to take a break if we need it. I mean, really, this is what it's about because I'm just coming off of taking a little mini break with my son. I took him for his spring break home to my where I grew up in Hawaii for a week. Uh, My girls had a different spring break. They stayed behind and I haven't had a one-on-one trip with my son in, I don't know, he was probably two years old the last time we did anything solo. And since he's just shy of 17 and his flexing his independence muscles and I rarely see him and, you know, he's a sophomore, he's my days with him are numbered. I'm just, I'm really feeling time sort of slipping into the future. We sang that time keeps on slipping into the future. What is that, Steve? Steve Miller Band. But it's really, it's just, it's what's been popping into my head lately. So to backtrack a little, my family and I, we've been dealing with a loss. Uh, Someone in our community, friends of ours, a child that went to school with our kids um, was killed in a tragic skiing accident. And this was on Super Bowl Sunday. I've needed to wait a really long time to process and then to be able to talk about this because it has really, it really rocked me to my core. It rocked my husband and of course our kids. It took me by surprise because this was a really close, a close one. 
And, you know, anytime something happens to a child, I think it, it throws all of us off and it's sadly, you know, it happens. And, you know, I really struggled. I had to really pare back on work. I had to go quiet because my heart was so heavy. I mean, all the moms in our community, I mean, all we could do was cry ourselves to sleep and just kept sending love to this poor mother who lost her child. I'm going to spare you all the details. This is, I promise this is not going to be a depressing episode here, but just to give you a little perspective, because it is midlife and we're all dealing, we deal with different types of loss. They can be very immediately close to us or periphery or in our community, but it's all loss nonetheless. And I guess it took me by surprise because it just knocked the wind out of my sails. And all I could do was look at my kids and go, oh my God. And so I had to let myself process. That's first and foremost. And I had to sort of clear the decks. After it happened, nothing was happening with work. I, you know, I did the bare minimum that I needed to do to sort of get through every day. And then, you know, a week after it happened, my entire family went to the memorial, which was actually a really lovely display of, you know, the impact that this child had at just the tender age of 16 on so many lives. So there is, there's always sort of a pearl in every situation. But, and then we, you know, continued on with a little bit of a family vacation. And it really wasn't until we got back from that, that I just, you know, I just kind of broke down. I just needed that one or two or three days of just completely breaking down and letting it process. And, you know, grief isn't sort of linear. It doesn't just happen. Okay, well, day five, we're all going to be better. I noticed with my kids too, you know, they were able to grieve in their own way. And they, it was nice that they had a little bit of closure going to, they actually went to two memorial services, one that was led by the kids in our community and then the one from the family. So that was very helpful. But again, I think just being a mother, I think any of you moms out there listening, it's all you can do is think about your own kid and you just know the pain that the other mother's going through. And I think that's why it just rocked us so much. And we just cared about these people so much as well. But the beautiful, you know, the beautiful things to come out, like I say, there's always pearls is showing the how the community just dropped everything to, to rally. And that was very life affirming and wonderful. You know, I still get very emotional talking about this because it, you know, it hasn't been that long, but I feel like I'm ready to just sort of share some of the lessons because it has been on my heart. I have wanted to share this with everyone just in the hopes that it, it really benefits you in the sense that I want all of us, and I'm saying this as much to myself as I'm saying it to you, to not wait to do the things that we want to do to not put off happiness, not put off joy, not put off being present with our families, our kids, our friends, our pets, whatever it is, waiting for someday to be happy. I think we've been programmed that way that we're going to somehow when we climb the mountain, okay, then we're going to be happy. Once we, you know, buy the new house, then we're going to be happy. Once our kid gets into the school we want them to get into, then we're going to be happy. Or once I lose 10 pounds, then I'm going to be happy. You see where I'm going with this. And I feel like people talk about this a lot, but it really, you know, when you're dealing with a loss of this magnitude, it really, really solidified things for me. And especially all of us at midlife, you know, when you, if you do have kids, I know our kids span the age range, but most of us are looking at kids that are going to be leaving us really soon. We're giving them their wings and they're going to fly. And it's, really, really becoming so apparent right now that my days are numbered and it, it could bring me to my knees. But instead, I want to really sort of savor every minute of every day. 
And if that was the legacy of this child passing, then I think I guess a beautiful legacy is that we all need to remember the life happens in the in-between. It doesn't happen when you get to that destination. I mean, there's probably books filled with stories of people, how they, you know, climbed the mountain and then were like, oh, I'm, I'm unhappy. Or they sold their company, made millions, and they're unfulfilled. We've heard all these stories. And it's because people are waiting to get somewhere to be happy versus, you know, looking at your garden, just being happy to, to sit down with your family to dinner or enjoying that walk with your dog, enjoying that talk with your neighbor. You know, and this also goes into work. And this is another thing that was really surprising to me. Now, I shouldn't say surprising, but was a little revelatory in that I found myself doing a couple things work-wise that I wasn't loving. And so I asked myself, well, why am I doing this? I don't have to do this. This is my company. I get to change. I get to course correct. I get to put something else in that I want to do. And so I want to share that with you as well, because when it comes to your businesses and or anything you're thinking about doing, you get to design something that brings you joy and makes you happy. And you get to change. You get to, if it's saying goodbye to a client that's no longer making you happy, or you decided to create one product or an offer or a service and you're like, eh, it's not really working for me. I don't really feel it. Dump it. Try something new. Do something that's going to make you happy versus what you think you have to do. So that's really what I want to drive home on this chat with you all today is we have it in our power and our control to make these changes. We get to take a bite out of life. We get to enjoy life. We don't want to wait till we, like I said, till we think we're getting to that certain place of, you know, I always like to say climbing Mount Olympus. Okay, great. You've climbed Mount Olympus, but guess what? Probably the joy of climbing a big mountain like that is the working up to it and having all of your training and buying the right equipment and finding those workout buddies and all of that, like all of that is part of it. So that's really the meat getting to the top. Okay, great. You made it to the top check. But the meat of life was in that preparation and that day to day and that dedication and that training and probably those great conversations you had while you were training to climb Mount Olympus. I always bring up Mount Olympus, but just insert insert any mountain (laughs) that you want to climb or not climb into this, but you get my idea. I think Sting was quoted as saying in some article about how a lot of the kids and the young adults that try out for American Idol, they get fame too quickly and are often not equipped to sort of deal with it and sort of deal from going from zero to 160 versus most artists struggle and practice. And again, it's the same thing. It's that joy of being in the van and being the broke artist and playing at whatever venue that will have you or a house party and, you know, lather, rinse, repeat and begging to try to get into these venues and then slowly building, slowly building and seeing where it all goes. And then finally, by the time they've gotten to have the one hit, maybe they've been on the road and been practicing for 10 years or they've been playing in like the most ghetto clubs you can imagine with three people in attendance, but they've had that experience, which also builds them up. And again, it's this journey of it versus this destination. Because once you get to the destination, and that's what Sting was saying, he's like, they haven't had that middle piece. 
So like the, the joy is in the middle. There's the beginning, but there has to be that juicy middle to get to the end. I digress. But you get what I'm saying. So there, it's not about the end. And especially at midlife, you know, we're not at the end of our lives. We have half our lives left here. So let's look at how we're living our life. And let's not put off all the things we've been maybe putting off because we think we don't have enough money. We don't think we have enough time. We think, gosh, if I leave work, it's all going to fall apart. Oh, wow. If I leave my house and I go on my own trip, my, you know, the house is going to fall apart. If I'm not here to take care of it, you know, insert whatever excuse that we all have. We just need to do it. And so, you know, getting back to this trip I took with my son, I actually had a little bit of guilt around it because, you know, gosh, I'm going to leave work. And you know, I feel like so many things are happening. And, you know, then I was leaving my girls behind and they love going to Hawaii and seeing their grandparents. And, but it wasn't their spring break. I literally didn't book the trip till like four days before we left, four or five days, which isn't the smartest thing to do. So of course I get pre-trip anxiety and I, I do this to myself. I could be going on a, an overnight, like a mile away and I get anxiety about travel. It's just how I'm wired, but I'm so glad. The whole point is that I'm so glad I did it. I had a great time with my son, even though he would probably never tell me he had a good time. I think he did maybe once. I've had to force a couple photos with him and he definitely needed his downtime because he is a teen. But what did happen was we had a lot of kind of stolen moments, precious moments of either driving in the car together. Uh, we went on a hike one day that was just he and I, and we really had a really great deep talk, something that we've never talked about before and that I might have never talked to him about if we were just here. We had to get out of our zones to have this conversation. It was a really important talk. And so it was all worth it. And it was worth it for me too to also unplug because I was feeling, like I said, I had been processing this grief, working like a crazy person, taking care of my children, that we all need a break. And so being able to leave and have the anxiety about leaving, we all do this to ourselves and you build up something to be more, way more than it is. Trust me, we all do it. And I'm probably one of the worst. I'm probably actually one of the worst at this is just detaching and realizing the world's not going to end. And guess what? The world didn't end. You're actually able to detach and find perspective once you get out of your day-to-day zone. And nothing fell apart. In fact, I had some great new ideas pop into my head because I gave myself the space. I took myself out for some walks by myself in the morning before my son and I you know, went to the beach or did whatever we were going to do that day. And by giving myself that space, I also allowed new ideas to come in. So it's really important to kind of get out of that zone as well, to welcome in new thoughts and new ideas. And just to chill, I read like a trashy beach novel. I can't think of the last time I did that. And I was like, oh, I really should be reading X. But guess what? I read Y. It was good. I got to shut off my brain. And it was fabulous. So just don't wait. Don't wait to read the trashy novel. I'm going to commit to actually doing that, (laughs) having trashy novels on my bedside table and, you know, not have anything self-help related, work related next to me, because guess what? We all need that break. So the whole point of all of this, everyone, is do not put off anything that you've been wanting to do and waiting for one day when it's the right time. Every day is the right time to do something that you love, give someone a hug, 
enjoy your day, enjoy the sunset, marvel at how amazing your dog is, go out with a friend, buy the new shoes, buy the new outfit, even if you have still wanting to lose like 10 pounds, who cares? We get to feel good, we get to look good, we get to do whatever we want. Just don't put it off. Don't put off those trips. And I know, especially, you know, coming off of COVID, a lot of us did put off a lot because we simply couldn't do things. So let's now start putting things back in because you only live once. We are at this midlife phase. Like I always say, I'm planning on living to 100, but I'm not in control of all that. And I just want to really sink in and like really take a bite out of life in a way I've never done before. And I would urge you all to do the same. And just look at your day and go, what could make this really cool? It could just be listening to a favorite song. It's, you know, put on a song from the 80s. That's always wonderful. Or just take one kid on a walk, you know, grab the dog, grab one kid and see what happens having a conversation with just one kid. Or, you know, take your significant other, spouse, whoever it is, out for a random glass of wine or a hike during the middle of the week. Mix it up. So don't put off what you've been really wanting to do until tomorrow. Do not do it. Start doing those things today. Plan those trips that you want to take today. Commit to just taking a juicy bite out of life every day. I know every day is not going to be all bells and whistles and, you know, ticker tape parades and firecrackers and fireworks and all of that. I get it. But if we all make a conscious effort to go, there is beauty in every day we get to, I keep, you know, getting the citrus thing. We get to, t- to juice the day. I don't know what that means. Just really make the day juicy and see what happens. Don't wait. So what did we learn today? We learned it's okay to pause. It's okay to take a break. And we are not going to put off things until we're X, Y, or Z. We're not going to put off happiness because we need to buy a house. We're not going to put off happiness because you think a new car is going to bring happiness or losing 10 pounds is going to bring happiness. We're not going to do that anymore. We are going to start enjoying every day, seeing beauty in every day, and being present in every day. We're not going to wait to climb Mount Olympus to get that satisfaction and joy out of life. We're going to start looking to every day to bring joy because it's absolutely there. It 100% is there. And that is my commitment to myself. And hopefully by sharing this with all of you, you will start to do the same. I love all of you very much. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to find out more about how I can help you with your business or life, or you'd like to know more about this podcast, please visit my website at www.jenmarples.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I've got two free juicy gifts for you. My stepping into the spotlight guide, if you're ready to be seen and heard in your business, and my 12 steps to pivot guide, if you're itching for a change, but don't know where to begin. Finally, I'd love to connect with you on socials. So please follow me at Jen Marples on Instagram, LinkedIn, or TikTok, and let me know you listen to the show. Nothing makes me happier than connecting with you, dear listener. Have a beautiful day.